Hi, welcome to the Parshas Chukas edition. The after this week is from Shoftim, Perek Yudalef. The story of Yiftach Hagelodi. The connection with this week's parsha is uh, pretty self-understood. The Sukkim tell us how Yiftach went to fight the battle for Klal Yisrael against the Melech Amoin. And before he went to battle, he sent a message to the king telling him exactly why he felt that uh, Klal Yisrael's stance was correct. He went through a history lesson, which are a number of sukkim in this after, which discuss Klal Yisrael's history from when they went, from when they were in Mitzrayim, they left Mitzrayim, and the fact that they had originally uh, started up sort of with the neighbor, with the neighboring uh, countries around the desert were only self-defense or it wasn't even starting, it was just for um, to uh, access their land. They asked permission to pass through the different, uh, the different countries on their way. And in fact, Rashi in Chumash quotes these psukim as a source that they actually asked permission from, I believe he quotes it in Moyev, that uh, that it, it's more elaborate and explained over here, somewhat more than the psukim in our parsha and in the uh, coming parshas. Now the story goes that this is the time of the shayftim, so there, was be, uh, there were no kings, the shayftim, the judges were leading Klal Yisrael, and Yiftach was chosen sort of because of the circumstances. They were looking for a, for a leader. Yiftach was somewhat shunned by the uh, by his relatives, by his, um, by his um, city leaders, and it says that he ended up, the people that he associated with, these were people that were empty. They, they didn't have much to offer. And when uh, Klai Yisrael needed them, they came to Yiftach, and the, the, the Zikne Gilad came to Yiftach, and they said, can you help us out? You will be the, uh, the, the prince. Let's go to battle. And Yiftach tells them, you hate me, Batagarshuni, you the one that sent me away, me base Why are you coming now just because uh, the times necessitated? Why are you um, coming now just because of the circumstances and and uh, you actually don't really want me to be your leader? You you uh, you sent me away. So they uh, Sort of apologized. They said that well, they promised him that he'll he'll actually be the leader. They'll uh, they'll respect his his authority, and then he goes ahead to send this message and to lead Klal Yisrael in battle. And during the battle, it says the pasuk in our Torah tells us that Vayidar Yiftach Neder Lashem Yiftach made a vow to Hashem and said Vayoymer Nosan Titanus Bnei Amen Biyadi. The one that will go out of my house, 
when I come back in peace from this war against Amon, that uh, which will come out of my house will be for Hashem, but will bring it as an oila. And the Haftarah finishes shortly afterwards and tells us how they were successful in battle. Now, a few psukim afterwards is another, another um, about six psukim here in the Perak, which we do not read in this Haftarah, that tells us that when he came back, his daughter ended up coming out of his house first. That was something unexpected, and, and, and he was surprised, and he was upset that that that's what, that uh, she came out first, and he would have to honor this promise to bring her to Hashem. We'll, we'll get uh, in a moment to what that means. What what is the uh, explanation of the of of such a, of such a nether? So it says Vayikras, but when he saw Vayikras, begadov again. These are these are psukim from after Araftar, and Yiftach saw his daughter came out of the house first. Vayikras, begadov he ripped his clothes. Vayomer um, It looks like Hashem. Uh, didn't uh, I wasn't successful in this uh, outcome of the nether? I'm not going to be able to go back on it. And his daughter tells uh, tells her father, "You do whatever you have to do." And he she asked her father for two months to go and uh, cry it out, and together with her friends, and she goes. And then after two months, he did to her this nether that he promised. She had not been married. And this became a set standard in Kal Yisrael. Every year, the uh, Jewish girls would go and cry for the daughter of Yiftach four days a year. Very cryptic psukim. So first of all, let's quote um, a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that discusses Yiftach in general. The Gemara is the end of the second parak of Rosh Hashanah. Daf Chof Amar Aleph and Amad Beis. The Gemara there is discussing the idea that a Shafit or a Melech or a judge has a certain authority and we can't compare it to other generations. You can't say, well, we're not going to listen, we're not going to uh, follow that authority because in a previous generation, we had a greater leader. And the Gemara quotes a passage which we read in last week's Aftar that says that a list there, Shmuel tells Klal Yisrael that Hashem has sent for us Moshe, Aaron, and Shmuel, referring to himself, and Yerubal, Bedon, and Yiftach. Yerubal is Gidon, who was the Shafet, I believe, right before Yiftach, and Bedon is Shimshon, which will follow Yiftach. Um, actually, Ivtsan followed right afterwards, and afterwards was, was Shimshon. And Gidon, and and, uh, and Yiftach is the Shafet that we find here. So the Gemara tells us that Shmuel in these psukim are contrasting and saying, the pasuk has contrasted, um, or actually the pasuk has has put in one sentence these these six, three chamuri three heavyweights, 
against three kale oilam, three lightweights. Loimelach Yerubal bedoiroi kimoisha bedoiroi. Gidoin in his door is like Moshe in his door. Bedon bedoiroi. Shimshin in his door is like Aaron bedoiroi. And Yiftach bedoiroi. Kishmol bedoiroi. That they have that power even though they weren't on the same uh, the same level exactly. Now another Gemara related to this um, to this nether that he made. The Gemara in Tainist Avdalar Maralaf says, There were three people in Tanakh that we find that asked things, they asked an improper ask. Two of them ended up getting a proper response or a response that worked out to their benefit. And one of them was not. So who were these three? Eliezer Eved Avram, Shol Ben Kish, Yiftach HaGeladi. Eliezer Eved Avram said that the girl that will come out and, and, and will pass the test, I'll take her for a wife for Yitzchak. And it could have been someone who wouldn't have been, uh, wouldn't have been a good match for Yitzchak. The second thing is that Shol said that whoever will go and fight Goliath, he will be, the, the, he will be a leader. And uh, could have been someone who wasn't fit for that post and, and ended up being David, who was Roy. And the one that he was Hashivu and the one that did not get a proper response was Yiftach, that he was expecting that it would be one of his animals that he would bring as an actual carbon oil, and instead his daughter came out. The Gemara there relates, the Gemara quotes a Pasuk, actually two Pasukim. One is a Pasuk, this is a pasuk in Yermia, um, which I believe we we read in the Torah on Tisha B'av morning. Is there no sorry, no um, certain type of spice? One of the spices of the Torahs in in Gilad. Is there no doctor there? Viksiv and another pasuk, which is in Yermio in Parakutes, and the Gemara says part of this pasuk is referring to the story of Yiftach, that he was going to bring something which wasn't asked of him. Now, Rashi and Taisus there quote uh, Midrashim, one is in B'chukaisai uh, and one is in Chayasara, that it, that based on the pasuk of Atari Ein Begil, Him Reifei Ein Sham, it was alluding to the fact that Yiftach should have actually been shoyal on his nether. He should have requested a dispensation of HaTorah to, to release him from the nether, and he should have gone to Pinchas, who was the leader, who was the, who was the, um, uh, Pinchas was the Avbezdin. And he didn't go, he said, Pinchas should come to me, and Pinchas didn't go to Yiftach, because um, Pinchas felt that it was, it was not Bakavadik that the Avbezdin should go to Shoifet, he held that Yiftach should come to him, whatever that means, is a very interesting um, dynamic. Obviously, we don't, we don't understand this just to be a personal uh, petty fight. It was something uh, more, something deeper. But in either way, it seems to be um, the the Pusik is faulting them, and Toysus quotes this Medrash that says that that they were both nenash, they both received a punishment for this. Yiftach, that he suffered a terrible um, um, death, he had, a, he had a terrible sickness. And Pinchash Nenash, the Pasuk tells us, he lost uh, Nevoah. 
and the uh, the Medrash says it was because of this that he he should have gone to Yiftach to get him out of the nether. Now, what actually was the um, nether? What did he actually do? So there's a fascinating Ramban in Parshas B'chukaisai, uh, all the way the, the last piece, I believe, in, in Parshas B'chukaisai, where he discusses the idea of a cherem, the idea that a leader has the right to punish, and he quotes over there the Ebenezer, which we don't have, Ebenezer on Shoftim, it seems, that said that Yiftach was... Um, the the way that the nether would apply to his daughter would be that she would be um, she would be totally in avodas Hashem. She wouldn't have any other any other business. She wouldn't be married. She wouldn't have children. She wouldn't lead a, a normal life. And the Ramban does not like that. He says that if that was the case, why would it be so terrible? Why would the pasuk say that it would be like a? It seems like it was a terrible um, idea what happened to the daughter of Yiftach. And in fact, the Pesukim don't tell us clearly what happened to her. The Ramban himself says, uh, he doesn't speak it out 100%, but it seems pretty clear from his words here, that Yiftach killed his daughter. And this was a power of a king that he was able to do so in what's called a cherem. And and he says over here that the, um, that uh, the, I mean, obviously, the, the issue was that he should have been shoyl on the nether, but that was actually the kim ha-nether. Again, the Ramban would learn that those psukim, which are not in Araftar, but follow the Araftar, which tells us that the daughters of Kal Yisrael would go every year to cry, doesn't mean they would cry with her, like many of the Mepharshim learned, that she was actually uh, secluded in this place, and they would go join her and cry. Rather, the Ramban would learn that they would go and cry about her because she was she was dead at the time. But either way, this uh, fascinating story with the Bas Yiftach and the Raubag in his uh, parish on, on Navi, every every couple of uh, prakim, he has what he calls the Toyeles, the um, uh, the ideas that we learn from these prakim. And a lot of times he'll go for a couple of prakim and have, okay, we have 30 things that we learn from here. So he says, uh, this is, again, after the story of Shimshon, he goes back a couple of Prakim, and he brings a couple of interesting tayelas that we should learn from here. And one of them is that we shouldn't put down someone who is uh, below us. We see that they put down Yiftach, and then eventually they have to come on to him, the leaders. Uh, this is right, we find in Avis that uh, we find people that will eventually buy their time, and they will be, uh, we'll have to come on to them. And he says, we learn from this story also that a person should think twice, a person should should uh, invest himself before he makes a nether. And another tayalis is that a person should make a nether when he's in a sorrow. We see that idea seems to be a proper idea. I wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos, cult of.